This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hi again, I'm Phil Latzman. This podcast we bring to you is a daily digest of the day's events here in Arizona. Welcome to Wednesday, the 22nd day of February. A happy uh, birthday, George Washington. And let's see what's in the news here in the Grand Canyon State. Well, climate change has forced policymakers to adapt to less Colorado River water. And as Ron Dungan reports, the condition of Arizona's largest reservoirs has also called attention to the state's falling groundwater supply. Groundwater is unregulated in most of rural Arizona. A pair of Republican lawmakers have introduced legislation to create groundwater stewardship areas, which would give local communities funding and expertise to help monitor their water supply. But their bills have yet to receive a hearing, which means there's a good chance they will die this session. Haley Paul of the Audubon Society says lawmakers need to address the state's groundwater policy. This is an important issue for lots of folks throughout this state, and we can't keep kicking the can down the road. So we're hopeful that meaningful stakeholder conversations will continue to happen. A bipartisan coalition of lawmakers and conservationists recently wrote a letter to Governor Hobbs in support of the bills. Ron Dungan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs is facing resistance from the Republican-led legislature on several fronts, including the state budget and her nominees to run agencies. Now, as Jill Ryan tells us, Hobbs is looking to use her fundraising prowess to flip the state legislature blue. Hobbs announced a $500,000 commitment to flip the Arizona House and Senate in favor of Democrats in 2024. Hobbs says this operation is in response to the legislative Republicans who have shown no interest in bipartisan cooperation and aren't serious about solving problems. She is referring to the passing of several debt-on-arrival bills, as well as complete rejections or delays of her nominees to lead state agencies. The governor's team says the funding is just the first round of investment towards legislative races. Jill Ryan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. In an effort to increase school safety, the Awa Fria Union High School District is testing out a new weapons detection device. It's the first district in the state to try the technology. Superintendent Mark Eastlaw says it's supposed to detect metal in guns and knives, but shouldn't go off because of change your keys. There are two columns that students walk through that do not have to empty their backpack. They do not have to empty their pockets. They walk through... And if the alarm goes off, then they're taken to a secondary area for a wand. This is while people usually hear about school shootings, instances of students bringing weapons to campus often go unreported. Phoenix is falling short in its plan to reach more people experiencing mental health and substance abuse problems. As Christina Astis reports from the Downtown Bureau, it's not about the money. It's about the employees, specifically too few employees. 20 months ago, the city council approved $15 million to expand the community assistance program and create behavioral health units. They're meant to be positioned citywide to respond to people in crisis. Two of nine units are active. Deputy City Manager Ginger Spencer told a council subcommittee the program has 100 positions, but only 30 are filled. We are now able to offer hiring incentives, Uh, referral incentives, as well as looking into retention incentives. Starting in March, she says weekly interviews for caseworkers will be held. Since the first behavioral health unit launched last July, caseworkers have responded to more than 300 calls. Christina Estes, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The Senate Judiciary Committee has advanced a bill that would require counties, cities, and towns to get rid 
of homeless encampments. As Bridget Dowd reports, a person living in a tent would have 24 hours to remove their property. After 24 hours, the bill requires those entities to remove items and keep them for 14 days before destroying them. If a tent is on private property, the unhoused person could be charged with criminal trespassing. Republican Senator Justine Wadzak sponsored the bill. People are reporting that there are trespassers, there are these tent encampments showing up on their private property, and nobody's able to do anything about it. They all want to pass the buck and kick the can down the road. She also claimed some people choose to be homeless and don't want help. Marilyn Rodriguez with the ACLU of Arizona testified against the bill and pushed back on Wadzak's remarks. To infer that individuals by the sheer basis that they are unhoused, that they want to be in that position or have a right to be criminalized for that is in and of itself problematic. This is unconstitutional. She says it violates 4th, 8th, and 14th Amendment rights and would lead to millions of dollars in legal fees. Republicans advance the bill on a party-line vote. Bridget Dowd, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Mexico's president has signed a decree creating a massive lithium reserve in neighboring Sonora. From the front terrace desk in the state capital of Hermosillo, Murphy Woodhouse reports. Over the weekend, in the remote mountain town of Bacadehuachi, President Andres Manuel López Obrador was joined by other top state and federal officials for the signing ceremony. The community is near what authorities say is one of the largest lithium deposits in the world, and the decree created a reserve of nearly 600,000 acres in eight Sonoran municipalities. Nacionalizar el litio. López Obrador says the measure, coupled with a reform last year that nationalized the mining of lithium, will prevent foreign firms from exploiting the material critical for battery production. He specifically cited Russia, the United States, and China. The mining concessions near Bacadehuachi are currently owned by the Chinese firm Gongfeng, though López Obrador has recently expressed interest in negotiating a deal in which those concessions would be turned over to Mexico. Murphy Woodhouse, KJZZ News, Hermosillo. Well, ahead of the Super Bowl in Glendale, the state launched a media campaign to raise awareness of human trafficking. But the advocates for sex work protested, saying arrests harm workers and victims. Phoenix police announced they'd made almost 350 related arrests as part of an effort to intercept what they say is a market for trafficking and prostitution. Kirsten Dorman has more. 120 of the arrests made were people attempting to buy sex. That's according to Phoenix Police Sergeant Phil Krinsky. It was just a comprehensive operation involved to provide victim outreach, but also to interdict and deter prostitution-related type activities. Juliana Pacillo is with the Sex Workers Outreach Project. You're never going to stop people from doing what they need to do to feed their children and pay their rent. Advocates for sex work like Pacillo say arrests can also cause lasting trauma, And an arrest or criminal record creates barriers to resources like housing for both sex workers and trafficking victims. You can't have it both ways. If you want to help people, you don't handicap them with an arrest that's going to impact their possibilities for the rest of their life. Pacillo says instead of arrests, she would like to see sex workers brought to the table to discuss solutions. And let us propose alternatives to arresting people, alternatives to the police rounding up a bunch of workers and putting them in the car and locking them up or forcing them into services that they don't want. Kirsten Dorman, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Well, for years, White Mesa Mill has processed uranium in southern Utah. Conservationists say the facility is now processing radioactive waste from Europe. Ron Dungan has more details on that. White Mesa Mill is located near Bears Ears National Monument. It was built to process uranium ore and can also extract uranium from radioactive waste. 
But conservationists say that it is not regulated as a nuclear waste facility. Tim Peterson of the Grand Canyon Trust said his group recently learned that the mill is bringing in waste from Estonia, the first shipment of European waste that they know of. There's really a concern that the mill not become the world's sort of choice for radioactive materials disposal on the cheap. Members of the Ute Mountain Ute tribe have raised concerns that the mill poses a threat to their drinking water. Ron Dungan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. From the KJZZ Newsroom, I'm Greg Haney. WNBA star and Olympic gold medalist Brittany Greiner has re-signed with the Phoenix Mercury. The team made the announcement Tuesday. Greiner said in December when she returned home from her 10-month detainment in Russia that she planned to remain with Phoenix and play with the Mercury. The Mercury's first game is May 19th against the Los Angeles Sparks. And it was another night off for other pro teams. Basketball, the Suns return from the NBA All-Star break Friday. They'll host Oklahoma City, hopefully getting Kevin Durant in the lineup for the first time soon. And Hockey of the Coyotes trying to extend a nine-game point streak tonight. They'll host the Calgary Flames in Tempe, and they have a winning record at home. They've played well there. And that does it for this Wednesday edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast on this February the 22nd. I'm Phil Latzman. Hang in there getting over the hump. Enjoy the day. And of course, we'll do it again tomorrow.